Hello and welcome to Diverse Web 3 Builders. I am Brian Zwerner, the president of Wii Studio, and I am joined today with Manuel from Mosaic. Hello and thank you for being on the show. Hello, thanks for bringing me. Yeah, I'm glad we got connected here a few months ago as you've been checking out some of the things we're doing at Wii Studio and excited to talk to you about your background and Mosaic today. So let's skip right in and get rolling with uh, some background stuff. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up, where you went to college, what you did before Mosaic. Yeah, um, okay. Well, the like, so 30, the past 34 years has been kind of like a roller coaster of like trying to figure everything out, like probably most people um i would imagine um and a lot of it's just been like trying to figure out what what i'm really passionate about what really like gets me going what i actually like, really am excited to wake up every morning with energy and work on like even if i'm not feeling the best like i have this one thing that i'm excited about and can like put me in a good mood um and like that search has been kind of like a long time coming and so like even in college i've had three majors trying to figure out like <laughs> what what i really want to do like i started with i started with um i think biology or chemistry i think biology and also a lot of this has been just trying to like do things probably for the wrong reasons so i i my plan was to be an orthodontist because i heard they make a lot of money so i'm like okay. oh, cool. not Let the me, worst like, reason in the world <laughs> well yeah not the worst but maybe not like the best like the, the number one motivator that should be like guiding you through uh through your decisions <laughs> but um so so yeah, started with biology, realized I hated biology. Um, still loved the money, but hated biology. Right. So then I was like, okay, like, well now what, what, what can I do? I've always been good at math. So I'm like, all right, well, it's like almost sophomore year. Like I probably need to figure this out so I can graduate on time. So it was like, okay, let's do math. Um, and that was okay. But then I was just like, don't really want to spend the next three and a half years doing that. Um, <laughs> or the next 30 and a half years doing that. Well, yeah. Well, I was like, let's just get through college first. <laughs> and then uh so i finally landed on psychology i think this started to like move me in the right direction with like how i should approach life because it was like i really enjoyed learning about psychology it was some of my favorite uh subjects in high school especially like the abnormal psychology like the disorders uh just like learning about how our minds work and kind of like why we do the things we do whether it's out of our control or in our control um and so like that was like one of the first um like motivations i guess like outside of money so i was like okay i'm like trying starting to mature and like do right. things that i like, actually love doing um so yeah even in college like it's taking me a while like kind of like figure out what i'm what i'm trying to do so like even so like so i graduated with psychology degree left uh like graduated um school and then i was like okay now what do i want to do because i know i don't want to um i don't want to uh, do like looking to be a psychiatrist. psychology, right? I don't, <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, I'll learn about it in college because I love learning about it, but I don't necessarily want to make a career out about it, a career out of it. So it's like, okay, now what do I want to do? So I went into sales, um, because I love talking to people, like, I love, right. I and love psychology's great training for that, understanding how people think and work and what makes them exactly, think. exactly. And that was like a really good, like, connection, um. Which I, I maybe didn't like realize before, at, at first. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, what did you? What did you graduate with?" And that's a psychology degree. And it's like, "Oh, you're in sales." But I was like, "Yeah, that's actually like a really good kind of uh, uh, like prep or primer for like the type of relationships you're trying to build with people." Um, and but it turns out it wasn't actually good at like the sales part, like the, <laughs> like the closing. But I was really really good at like developing relationships with people. Like, and I was selling everything from like door to door door to door sales, like 
cable and internet and TV, like not wow. doors to like B2B, like data. Uh, like Great data experience story. to take from that to be a startup founder. I, I did retail when I yeah. was in high school and college, man. And, you know, the uh, obscene amount of rejection and ability to think on your feet and all yeah. of that, it uh, translates well to entrepreneurship, I think. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, yeah, I was, was doing that for a while. Again, still trying to just like figure out like what really got me going. Um, and through all that experience, so I learned that I love meeting people. I love talking with people. I love just like the interactions. And I like it when like I can see in their eyes that like they're enjoying the conversation, that they're like, that I'm kind of like making their day kind of, even yeah. if they're not going to sign on the dotted line and like <laughs> buy whatever I'm trying to sell them. At least like we're having a good time. So I started to realize that there was like two things that really, I really like kind of realized that I am passionate about. And it's always kind of like external. So like it's related to other people. So the two things that I really learned is creating opportunities for people and creating memorable, memorable experiences for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then so real, so like on those two topics, then I had a bunch more jobs trying to like <laughs> still like <laughs> narrow it down. Um, so I, I ended so I, I started like a lot of, or tried to start a lot of businesses all around those two things, whether okay. it's creating an opportunity for people or creating a memorable, memorable experience. Um, so like creating opportunities, I've tried to start, um, and I say like tried to start because like I'm obviously like doing this thing called mosaic. So those right. are the things that really <laughs> these were still, prior like, past uh, startup attempts. <laughs> yeah, but still like so much valuable like lessons, and it's like cliche. It's like a failure is really a loss, or a failure is really like a win because even though you lost, you still like yeah, you win or you learn, one yeah. or the other. <laughs> exactly. So like everything from like starting a like a kind of like a marketplace to connect. Uh, world travelers like this is when like nomads were like mm -hmm. nomad life and remote work was like really blowing up so create like a marketplace so wherever they're traveling in the world they would always have a job so uh was trying to do that and then um and then i was like okay like need to probably should probably get a job on the side so i can continue to do this and like again like around my passion of creating opportunities and memorable experiences i decided to go into uh into hospitality and this was after I spent six years as a business analyst behind a desk. And even though that was great money, um, that again, you did at teachers, lesson, one of the largest about money. At teachers, one of the largest investment funds in the in the US. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, back to the original lesson of like it's not always about money. I was making great money, but uh, but it, it was just not it wasn't fulfilling it. <laughs> at yeah. all. So um so yeah, I, I left that, cut my salary enough by a third to do what I loved, which was creating opportunities for people by doing events and memorable experiences at events at a really big uh, restaurant group in Chicago. Um, and so like working my way up, because you have to start at the very bottom as a server, even like a service assistant, finally got my way up to like an events coordinator, which is like right below like the management where they're like, you're like, you're running the show kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that was right when the pandemic hit. So not a great like time a to be in the timing. restaurant and event space. Yeah. <laughs> terrible timing. Um, but, um, and then, so then I had, I had a bunch of money saved up from my past job. So then I, this was like the exploration, like let's be an entrepreneur. I like, so, and so I lose track of time now, like uh, the pandemic <laughs> hit however many years ago, but I committed back then that much to my like 
parents' approval that I will never get another job <laughs> because <laughs> I want to like create. You wanted to be your own boss. You wanted to build something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, so I started, a I tried to start a bunch of more um, companies. I won't go into like the long list. Um, but again, always about creating opportunities or memorable experiences. So at least I nailed that part. If you have like the other failures, like even I, I nailed that part. Well, it feels like you got um, a good handle now on what you want to build around. So that works. Yeah. And gives you a, a, a North Star to work towards. And you yeah. got a good taste of entrepreneurship and, and what it was like to to start and run a business, which is incredibly valuable going into this. You know what you're getting yourself into a little bit better after you've after you've had a little taste. I I didn't know what the heck I was doing when I left uh, the big banking world to do my first startup. And uh, you know, mm -hmm. you're chief cook and bottle washer and you've got experience with all that, which is good. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, the, that's very true. One of the big things we talk about with founders is, you know, the, the that it's so difficult to build an enduring business, something that really breaks out and makes it go and and having something that you can draw back on in your life that, you know, that you worked hard for, that you found, that you put the time and energy into, that you had to learn skills and find people to help you along the way, yeah. and that you felt a sense of accomplishment for is something we always like to highlight with founders. Give us, uh, I know I know you and I have talked in the past, give, give us an example of something that you did in life that, you know, you put your mind to it and you made it happen. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny when I, if I get this question because it doesn't have anything to do with what I'm building or like, that's okay. or anything. Uh, <laughs> hey, we tell people it could be in sports, it could be in art or music or yeah. anything where you just had to work hard at something and, and, you know, overcome obstacles. I think that just prepares you for entrepreneurship. Yeah. Well, I'll say the biggest obstacle was my first triathlon, which was the Chicago triathlon is pretty well known and like the if you're i lived in room. chicago yeah they all go out in wetsuits into the into lake michigan it's freezing cold there's a huge yeah. number of participants giant crowds I mean, it's a big deal i lived right near there in chicago yeah so that was one of the the hardest but most like rewarding amazing part, parts of my life like and i i like i took it very seriously so like i started eight months before so i trained for eight months and that was kind of like unheard of like especially for someone who's just doing it for the first time but i was like if i'm gonna do this and it's like a big commitment um i'm gonna do it like i actually want to place like i want to do really well i don't want to just finish like that that wouldn't be enough of a success for me like i want to actually do really really well in this thing so i started eight months i couldn't i could barely swim i mean i can like you know, doggy paddle, but right. I couldn't, I couldn't do one. And that's a, this isn't in a pool, man. This is out in no, the Lake Michigan with Lake like Michigan, which thousands is, of people. I mean, it is, this, it is this massive humanity going into the lake at the same time. Yeah. And that's a rough lake. Like if anyone yeah. listening to this is familiar with that area. No, no, it's more like an ocean. You, there are waves crashing the waves into the intense. side of it. It is that big, the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So that was intimidating to say the least for this little guy who could like barely doggy paddle. <laughs> uh, but like, I, yeah, I swam every day, just like a little bit better, a little bit better, like small increments. In the pool uh, you were so, training or in a lake? In the pool, in the pool. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I, I was like too nervous to go in the lake uh, in the beginning. Um, but yeah, worked my way up with that. I bought a bike um, uh, and even through the winter, it was like freezing cold. So I was training inside. I got like an indoor bike trainer. Um, and yeah, I didn't drink at all that whole time. I don't really drink now anyways, but still like but back back then I was drinking like socially. So I sure I complete alcohol. Um, I was like really focused on my diet. So like a lot of this was like, it was hard physically, like obviously like learning to swim and like biking and like training really, really hard. Like it's hard physically, but it's also really hard 
mentally because it's like a lot of sacrifice right like and you got to stick with it for you said eight months i mean it's a long time of sacrifice not like eight weeks yeah <laughs> yeah so there was definitely some like really like down times like kind of depressing like i'm just like sounds like startup day. life man oh, you're yeah. perfectly prepared right i've had i've had like so much experience uh through <laughs> these other like yeah for sure um and what was the end result the you got into the lake that day and what yeah. happened so all of yeah everything worked out well um actually very well so this was right at the like the pandemic i guess is technically still going on but this was like we weren't sure if it was they were going to cancel because of the pandemic so oh, it was like that right. close so even though but there was still i think there was still like uh i'm gonna mess up the number maybe like 1200 people yeah, I don't know it's usually I'm, north of a thousand it's a big event yeah um so i got 12th in my age group wow um and a, i think 80 82nd overall out of like a thousand I mean, there are like professional so, triathlon elites yeah they travel that. around the world like that's like the legit yeah. international like there's like that one there's one in the big iron uh, man in it's, hawaii it's, it's very, yeah <laughs> it's yeah hawaii is what i was thinking of but yeah it's a very legitimate one so i was like I was very proud of myself. Like that was probably, be. <laughs> and I had so much fun. Like I think going back, uh, like just biking and like cruising, just like swimming. And I was like laughing with people and everyone's like, <laughs> like not having a good time, but I'm just like having a time of my life. So yeah, that was the hardest time, but the best time of my life. Well, that's great. Prepared you for startup life. Now, how did you get involved in crypto and web three? What was that red pill moment that, uh, was that around the same yeah. time or that was before then? Uh, let's see. So I, I guess I like committed to crypto or like got into the Web3 world in October of 20, it's 2023 now, 2021, I think. Okay. If I can remember right. Um, and what brought you in there? What was that? What was the thing? So that it was actually in? because of Mosaic. So okay. I've had this idea for Mosaic for a long wow, time. Well, let's jump and, right in there then. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was because of like, as I mentioned before, like my rambling and my long stories of like yeah. trying to try do everything in, in a bunch of different industries from sales to hospitality and events. And uh, I've when I was trying all these things, I'm constantly introducing myself to new industries, new communities, new people. And I'm always the type of guy who has a ton of questions. Like in college, I was the only, always the guy with my hand up. Like I, I wanted to better understand things. And when you're jumping from industry to industry, like trying to figure out what you're passionate about and then like start a business in it, like you're, I, I'm going to have, a, I'm going to have a ton of questions. And I never really had a great place to get those answered. Um, and also just like trying to figure out like, okay, I have this idea of what I want to do. Um, what's the best way to implement it? And I'm, I'm very analytical. Some are, I'm, I like always want like all the information in front of me to be before I make a decision. So like trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way to implement this idea? And then I learned a little bit about crypto. I learned, I knew what Bitcoin was before. I, I knew what Ethereum was before, but I didn't really pay attention to it. I started paying attention a little, a little bit, and I learned about tokenomics and how there everyone was like kind of basically creating these local currencies to help like bootstrap their own community. And I was like, this is the perfect idea. This is a perfect like way to implement this idea of essentially a marketplace where questions and answers can get, uh, or like questions get, can get answered. Very similar to Quora, like my like tagline has, has always been Web3 version of Quora. But the really cool thing about this that I rec recognize is that it's a brand new way and a very, a very like powerful way to put a new spin on like an old business model. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I recognize that with tokenomics and like tokens and localized currencies and like rewards and incentives and disincentives. So I was like, this is it. And I don't know anything about it, but I know like this is the way to do it. So uh, I found out Bankless DAO. I, I, I can't remember exactly when I first discovered them, but uh, I was poking around in their Discord and I saw that they have this education guild. It's like a guild is like a, like a department, essentially, if, if you're not familiar with like Discord talk um, or DAO talk. Um, so yeah, they had this like big, just shining sign that said like education, like learn about crypto. Perfect. Um, so I spent like a lot of time at Bankless DAO from like season two, I think I joined. Um, so like pretty soon after they like launched um, and I learned a, a ton um, and I helped to kind of like work on building up their education department. Cause even though they had like an education department or education guild, there wasn't like that much education happening. Right. So We're still just I, getting I rolling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I helped with that. Um, and that gave, but, that went yeah, after I mean, your core goal of helping people satisfy curiosity and exploring things. Creating. Yeah. Creating opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, that, so I got into crypto so I could learn as much as I could about Mosaic, got a little sidetracked by helping, by working with Bankless DAO, but still was like picking up a lot of things. Right. <laughs> and then, I don't know, maybe like, a several months ago, I was like, okay, like now I think I have like a decent enough understanding of, of how to like bootstrap a, a community or like how tokenomics work in general, or at least like I, I know enough to be able to like, okay, let's like turn Mosaic on. Right. or turn this like let's do this full time um and actually like okay i know how to implement this let's let's do it so and did you have the coding background to do this or you partnered with other developers how did you get i mean so quora for people who aren't as familiar you know anyone can ask a question to the community and anyone can answer it right and the question could be yeah. anything any topic any which where anywhere in the world that you want to ask right so you had to yeah. build this question and answer platform um with web3 style verification or on-chain verification so how did you how'd you go about getting that done yeah well uh it, it's still it's still uh, still working on it so like i guess it's like <laughs> technically in beta it's like i don't know it, it's kind of it's live, live. people can go to it today right <laughs> right yeah it, it is it's live we'll share the link um and thank god for ai and chat gpt because <laughs> uh one of like the the issues of an entrepreneur in general is like if you can't code like you're already at a huge disadvantage now i'm trying to i'm trying to like start a business in a highly technical industry and i said it's just like it, it would without 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 ai and a and a solid like just community of people to ask um like stack overflow and and, the, and those kind of communities which is very similar if, if, if people are familiar with stack overflow like mosaic is also similar to that like similar to quora um but yeah, that's kind of like opened up the world for me. So, so you just sort of chat. worked your way through it in ChatGPT, asked questions to people, and managed to pull together the code yourself. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Until I get a, techni until, until I get a technical co-founder, this will <laughs> this will do. And also, like, it's also built on a a no-code platform too, which mm -hmm. also extremely helps. It's also it's a very robust, like, very yeah. powerful platform. But um, that's been incredibly helpful too. So I've been able to like. It's like mosaic, right? Like put a bunch of pieces together until like the full <laughs> picture emerges. And I've been able to do that to uh, to bring this out and make it live and uh, available for people to use. So to me, the two big problems with uh, Quora or this kind of question and answer platform are, you know, how do you, um, 
you know, how do you incentivize people who know the answers to go in and take their time to answer the questions? And then how do you make sure that the answers are valid and real and correct and not wrong or spammy or self-serving? So how have you addressed those two issues with Mosaic to try to use some of these on-chain principles to, to, to I know that, to, to go after those problems? So I'm, I'm going intentionally slow with yeah. <laughs> the web three implementation. So it'll be progressively web three. And the reason why I'm doing that is there's a lot of assumptions that I have that I just, I, I wanna test out first. Mm -hmm. And like the current, I, I guess like the crypto in general, people are familiar with the term like degen or like aping into things, whenever someone, all, all that means is like, they see a shiny object and they wanna grab it. And right. tokens, especially if it's got some type of price upside or appreciation possibilities or exactly. free tokens for doing work or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I haven't implemented any of that yet. Um, so it's so like the results aren't like clouded by this, like degen activity. Like if I launch a token, um, a, there's a lot of questions about like securities and like that I'm not super comfortable <laughs> with and I help answering. But if, if I launch a token on a project and a flood of people come in, like you don't really know if it's like, oh, this is an amazing idea or it's like, ooh, like here's an opportunity for me to make some money um, right. and let me buy all these tokens. So uh, just progressively Web3, moving slowly so I can uh, test the assumptions of like, is like my, like you mentioned a few issues with that you have with Quora. I have those same issues. You can't validate your their expertise. Um, so making sure that people actually recognize that that's a problem. I'll be, I'll plan on uh, doing the validation through like a collection of on-chain credentials, off-chain credentials. The, the idea is that we have a lot of experience that we're pulling again with the mosaic analogy, a lot of different pieces of reputation and credentials from a lot of different sources, whether it's your degree, I have a degree from Elon. So like my degree from Elon university or my, even like a little class that I took from like, I'm taking like a JavaScript class from Alchemy, or right? I took that like a, a little while ago. So like that gives you a credential. So like all these little things you can pull together to create like a really trusted- To prove your expertise, to prove of, you actually know what you're talking about when you give an answer. Exactly. And the difference with like Quora or possibly, I guess Stack Overflow is a little bit different, but at least with Quora, uh, you, it's just like a text field. The example right. I always give is like, for the longest time, my Quora profile said that I was a, a master's in computer science from Harvard University. And I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> but that's the problem. <laughs> but Quora didn't so, stop you from saying that or in any exactly. way try to, to validate whether it was true. <laughs> exactly. And the powerful thing with, with Web3 and crypto that I'll take advantage of with the Mosaic is like all these credentials are on chain, which means like you can't fake it. If you trust the, like, the company that's like creating the credential, like there's still some trust involved, but still like, if you trust Mosaic and you trust me, then it's like if, if on the platform it says this person has this much expertise from this many areas, like worked that in this job, like, that did this work, completed this course. Yeah. 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 And through code, that's like assigning this expertise to you. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of like to, to long answer to your question. That's kind of like yeah. how I'm going to take advantage of some of these Web3 primitives um, and Web3 like philosophies and ideas to solve the problems with Quora that, that you mentioned. And what kind of questions have, I know this has been live in a beta, like what kinds mm -hmm. of questions? I mean, is it anything from cooking to coding to travel to movies? I mean, is it yeah. 
all over the place? Are you encouraging certain types of things? How has that gone so far? Yeah, it's it's going really well. So uh, it's all crypto for now. So like, okay, okay. Down, so not right? coding like, and cooking entrepreneurship, and this and that. <laughs> right? Like entrepreneurship one one. Like pick a niche and like kill the niche, right? So uh, focusing on crypto, it, it just makes sense. It's kind of like the hot yep. topic. Mm -hmm. AI is like also the hot topic, um, mm -hmm. but like focusing on crypto right now. Um, and so questions are kind of like uh, within the crypto like domain. It's kind of like uh, varied. Um, and the where, where the questions are coming from, so my strategy has been to imp implement this in Discord. So if people are familiar with crypto and where DAOs kind of like live, they live in Discord. And um, I saw that as a huge opportunity to be able to bring this valuable um, resource, learning resource to where like my customers already are. Another like entrepreneur 101, like right. go to where your audience already is. So everyone lives in Discord. I'm going to integrate this in Discord. And then the communities have have loved it. So I've integrated with Bankless DAO. Like, yep, um, good place they, to start. You had some familiarity they, there. There's a really yeah, committed exactly. crew there. Very yeah, crypto exactly. uh, savvy crowd. <laughs> yeah, um, Bankless DAO, Ed Three DAO, which is um, they their uh, their kind of like mission is to help K through twelve educators um, okay. learn about Web three and crypto, learn about Web three, so they can teach their 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 kids yeah. in in, the, in classrooms. Um, and there's a, there's a few, a bunch of other communities who've been testing it out. So I won't like, well, I guess like if you go on the platform, you'll see like a few from like Alchemix, which is a really big, uh, DeFi platform. ZK Lend is a, is a, mm -hmm. is a, is a, Another a really DeFi. good protocol. Right. So, um, a few others that have been testing it out. Some solid wins, uh, have been like creeping up. So like, uh, it's, it's not like written, uh, written out yet. So I can't like share too much, but. A really big like women's organization or like organization that's like specifically for onboarding women um to crypto and web3 uh the like og use case for mosaic or like the, the pie in the sky idea was around decentralized science before i even know decentralized science was a thing <laughs> like my like my, my like goal was like how cool would it be if a bunch of scientists and researchers got together and they were able to share this information because they were incentivized to share information through like my incentives and disincentives on mosaic they were able to share this information and cure cancer like much faster because they were like they had the right, right. we got to get you in touch with brian armstrong and his new uh yeah, science right, uh, right. philanthropy uh from the ceo of coinbase has <laughs> got a science philanthropy initiative yeah. out there now yeah so so that was like my so that's very related uh um, related to decentralized science so now I'm like have a, some actual momentum. So I've been talking with a few decentralized science um, communities. Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed, that those conversations go really well. That will be an amazing opportunity, and it's also really cool because that was my first kind of like dream to be able yeah. to <laughs> enable these kind of things um, in 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 the science and, and medical community. So if that works out, then it's just kind of like full circle, and I'd be like very excited. And how have you funded this business today? You've been doing this for a little while. It sounds like you've been My hustling. Okay, back by. I got it. <laughs> Pockets are empty. <laughs> Fair enough. It sounds like you've done a great yeah. job of hustling and finding the resources to keep pushing the ball down the field or boulder yeah. up the hill or whatever analogy you like. Yeah, it's been stressful for sure, but uh, still, I'm still alive and it's still, it's still going. So. 
So the product is live. Tell us a little bit of it. You know, a big part of this podcast, bringing on diverse Web3 builders is about how the audience can help you. What can, what can people do? What are you looking for today from our audience of, you know, VCs and other startup founders and people in the tech ecosystem? What would help you in Mosaic? Ask questions. <laughs> go, like, Get on the platform go, and register yeah. and, and throw them out there. Yeah. Get on the platform, use it as much as you can. Just like any questions that you have about crypto web three, like there's experts that have like opted in to help you and answer these questions on like some of the top web three communities. So like ask questions, um, answer questions because it sounds like a lot of your audience is like already familiar right. with this space. <laughs> so if you see something, help, help, help your fellow web three, uh, journeyman, like help, help them, uh, by an answering the yeah. questions. Um, and I'm, so I'm, I'm considering, I've been doing a little research because like all this is very new to me. Right. So like, um, doing a little research about seed rounds. Uh, so I'll probably, I'm considering starting a pre-seed, um, been like working with a few friends to like go over my pitch deck and like make some introductions. So I don't know if, if any of your listeners can like help out with that, that'd be awesome. For sure. Um, yeah, I guess those would be like the main thing. Just use the platform and then, um, and then possibly, you know, any introduction, like I'll take any introduction. And people who have got crypto communities, especially around learning or mm -hmm. education, could potentially come to you and, and talk about ways to integrate as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to, it's like the, the two, like just like real quick, the two like mean like uh, benefits, I guess, are like you can use this as like a feature. Like everyone, if you're building a community, you want community, you want your like community to like grow and like be kind of like, like a better word, like loyal to, right? Like you want, you want to, you want to provide them the tools and the resources that like actually make it worth it for them to go to your server over like the, uh, the hundred other servers that they have or like use your protocol. So like the more like trust and like resources you can provide them, the better. So like Mosaic is one of those things you can open up to your community. So you're an NFT community and, but they, but your uh, members have diverse interests and they want to know about DeFi. They want to know about regenerative, regenerative finance. They want to about De decentralized science, like I mentioned before, de decentralized ID. Um, you can implement Mosaic into your Discord server and ask all the questions right from in your like your walls of your community, but give them access to like the entire Web three ecosystem of experts. So if you're if you're running a community and that sounds interesting, uh, you can hit me up and we can talk about getting it integrated. Fantastic. Well, we'll have links to the site where people can go and answer, ask and answer questions. We'll have your, you know, contact info through Twitter or LinkedIn in the, uh, in the show notes. So if you're watching here, just jump in the show notes and get in touch and, and learn more about how you can use Mosaic. And if you're an investor out there uh, and you're interested in investing in the platform, get in touch and, and find out what that might look like. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to tell us about you and your background and your experiences and what you're building at Mosaic. Uh, Manuel, anything else we need to wrap up with? Uh, I mean, I think, I think we covered it all. Um, I probably went over the time a little bit. I was like talking a lot, um, but <laughs> you did yeah, just I mean, great, I, man. I, I think we, I think we pretty much covered everything I want to talk about. Fantastic. We'll tune back in to meet more amazing, great, diverse web three builders here on this series. Thank you very much.